listen up. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the podcast participants and not to any participants, employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. You know, for fun. So lighten up and enjoy. Stomping Jen. Sawtooth Frank. I'm angry at you. Why? This is a non-consensual podcasting time. We can podcast anytime we want. You're forcing me to record this on a Sunday afternoon early where I'm used to recording in the evenings. My entire game is off. I'm not in the right headspace, but here we go. Oh my God. Get what you ask for. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Now, Stomping Jen, you're what? over there adjusting your breasts. You're doing oh something. Oh my god, thanks. What were you doing? I was just fixing my bra. Oh, is that a sports bra or an underwire bra? It's a sports bra. Have you sworn off the underwire bra? Pretty much. Because I was moving your laundry. I did your laundry for you this weekend, thanks. by the way. Sure. Um, just to let people know what kind of person I am. <laughs> and as I was sorting through your unmentionables... Why were you sorting through my unmentionables? Well... I just dump everything in the washing machine. I remember a while ago you telling me I couldn't dry an underwire bra. Oh, this is true. That it messed up the hooks. Yeah. So I was sorting through all of your laundry looking for... An underwire bra, and I could not find one. That's because I don't really wear them. Right, so you've confirmed that you are off the underwire bra. <laughs> I have like two left. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Will they be contacting your breasts again? Maybe. Interesting. I don't know. Why? Why? Excuse me. Okay, why no underwire bra? Why have you They're removed it? Comfortable. I mean, not that sports bras are any more comfortable, but I mean, bras just in general are uncomfortable. Okay. Well, we'll be checking back in in the future to see what the, <laughs> the status, status of, of my, your my bra situation is. Of your bra is. Thanks. Preach. Okay. But so that's what you're doing. You had to fix your sports bra. Yeah. Okay. This one is like a tad too big. The breast or the bra? The bra itself. Okay. So it doesn't like suck me in as much on okay. the bottom and sometimes they- Now, why wouldn't the cups be the same size? I think I got a different size by accident on this specific one. They, wait, they make bras with the cups are different sizes? Well, no, that you know. But when you switch to sports bras, then they're not really like oh. sized that way. They're just like <clears throat> small, medium, large, extra large, oh. or whatever. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Like so a, it's like underwear, yeah, like, like regular like underwear. regular underwear, yeah. That can't be comfortable. What do you mean? Well, I would imagine with a um, 
a regular underwire bra. The cups uh, are of a certain size to accommodate the breast containing it. Well, the the material so the material is the cup. Yeah, but it's like um the the wire is just the part that supports the whole situation. Okay. All right. Well, I'm sure people are interested in this, so they are? Uh, or they're no, not? they're not. So okay. let's move along. Okay. Enough with your tits. Thanks. And your and your Appreciate bra. Um, <clears throat> how you doing? I'm all right. Yeah. Yeah. How was your week? My week? Yeah. It was good. Mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of prep work. Yeah, we'll talk about why you're doing prep work, but mm-hmm. let's let's recap some stuff we've been up to. Mm-hmm. Um, the January 6th hearings were this week. Yes. This past week, they started. Mm-hmm. I mentioned we're recording this on Sunday, what, June 12th? 12th. Jesus Christ. How did it become June 12th? Mm, Because that's what happens. Yeah. Feels like summer's over already, right? Right. So um, Liz Cheney and the January 6th committee have gotten to work laying out the case against Donald Trump and his supporters for how they uh, plotted to and tried to overthrow- um, You're not a nice person. Our government- our government, yeah. Fake news. So those are going to continue this week. All this week. So if, when you're listening to this, uh, those will be ongoing. <clears throat> and word on the street is the attorney general is preparing charges, criminal charges mm-hmm. against Trump. It's all fake news. Pretty serious stuff. Yeah, pretty serious stuff. Yeah. I hope they throw his fucking ass in jail. I'll be yeah. honest with you. Well, you're not a nice person. I don't know. But in theory, he could still run for president while even he's under from jail. Even from jail, yeah. Yeah. Imagine that having a president in jail. Somebody elected president who's in jail. I don't know, man. Anyway, so we'll be watching those. I'll be paying attention to those. We didn't watch them live. Yeah. We had other things to watch, unfortunately, and I figured I'll just read about it in the news. Yeah. And anyways, those aren't those hearings are not directed at us. Right. Right. They're directed at people who need to see what happened to believe it. Hmm. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? The whole point of doing the public hearings, the way they're doing them is to try to make to the case to the people who either are denying right. that Trump and his supporters tried to overthrow the government and... um the people who are on the fence. Well, I mean, it's still happening, right? Well, that's the other piece of this that are going to get to it, I think, mm-hmm. is that this is still actively happening. Right. They're trying to figure out how they're going to overthrow the 2024 election if they lose. Right. Wrong. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> lots of scary. Yeah. Scary, scary stuff. Yeah. Along those lines of politics, I'm also bracing myself for what they call the... Um, the June of Doom. The June of Doom? Yeah, it's when the Supreme Court starts releasing its decisions. Oh, Jesus. Right? Fun times in America. Yeah, the June of Doom and the July of Cry. Right? So we expect um, a number of decisions to come down from this Supreme Court. Not necessarily things that we agree with. No, they almost certainly are going to overturn most of, if not all of... 
the Roe versus Wade decision. Mm-hmm. We talked about this before. Those lying fucks sat there and testified um, before Congress that they would respect uh, the principles of stare decisis, which means they would leave, um, due to longstanding precedence, the decision in place. Yeah. Right? For um, <clears throat> uh, universal access to abortion in this country. All of those fucking conservative judges sat there and lied to Congress. If they do this, I think they should be arrested. I think they should be impeached. Can you impeach? Yeah, you can judge? impeach. Yes, you can. And they should be thrown in jail yeah. if they're convicted. Well, good luck with that. Well, that's what I think should happen. Yeah. The fucking lying sacks of shit. That's what they are. Those Supreme Court judges. And one of them, uh, his wife, Clarence Thomas's wife, Jenny Thomas, was actively conspiring yeah. with people in Arizona to have the election overthrown. Yeah. Throw that in jail. Okay. You're very, I'm sorry. Uh, you're very uh, animated <clears throat> this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. You have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> I'm so pissed about this. I'm so sorry. Yeah, and she was texting with Trump's chief of staff, Mark Meadows, about overthrowing the election. How is this a permissible? I know I could see what you were doing all morning when I was gone. What, today? <laughs> yeah. Where were you today? Yeah, I was at a brunch. tell people? We'll move on from politics. <laughs> anyway, a brunch? Yeah, a brunch. Do people still have brunch? I think so. All right. What was at your brunch? What was at my brunch? Yeah. What did you eat? Um, an egg frittata thing with some goat cheese in it. It was delicious. It wasn't a rattlesnake frittata with grapes and figs? Oh, that sounds good. Was old brown Betty there with her yellow wig? Um, Do you know else? what that's from? Oh, <laughs> what? I'm cooking up a Filipina box spring hog. My God, Tom Waits, Filipina box spring hog. We didn't talk about a bo- Filipino box spring hog. All right, so you had a frittata. What else? We had a frittata, um, cinnamon rolls, freshly made. What's a frittata? What? It's like eggs? eggs. Okay, it's like a baked egg dish with like veggies and cheese. Oh, we make those all the time. That's what that is. I thought that was an omelet. Well, it could be a frittata or a souffle or. A baked omelet, if you will. Okay. What I else? I don't know. Uh, fresh cinnamon, cinnamon rolls, which were delicious. Say cinnamon again. Cinnamon. in. Say uh, it. And there was bacon, and I dipped my bacon in the cinnamon roll frosting. Ew. It was so good. You trying to kill yourself? No. I had three strips of bacon. Only three? How many strips total were there? Everybody took like two, and then there was a one lonely piece on the plate. Who I, ate it? I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Because we're vegetarians at home, so I said, do you guys care if I eat the bacon? And they all said, yes, eat the bacon, Jen. And they all said, no, have at the bacon. Okay. And there was fruit salad. Is that a brunch staple, fruit salad? I don't know. What else happened? Uh, nothing. It was a very lovely morning on a back deck. Did you chat? Mm-hmm. What kind of stuff did you chat about? I don't know. What do you talk about at brunch? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever's going on with people. Politics? No, we didn't talk politics at all. Bras? No, we didn't talk about bras. Huh. 
What did we talk about? I don't remember. We talked about um, kids and friend groups. and Oh. I don't know. Like gossip? No. Okay. There was no gossip. All right. And somebody's mom was there, and they were telling us stories about disasters on family vacations. and oh, That's fun. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm yeah. glad you enjoyed your brunch. Yeah, it was a lovely morning. No, that's not... I was not into politics while you were brunching no i was what was i doing weren't you watching tv with space unicorn for a while we watched a little bit of simpsons then i started working on a piece of art yeah and i'm working on i really like it thank you it's not done it's not even close to being done it's a while to go i like the way you're you're going with it i might try to sell it we'll see well you should make some more pieces and then have a show no i'm only gonna make one piece of art and then sell it (laughs) can i have a show with one piece of art I mean, you could. Huh. Okay, um, Why do I get obsessed with these things? Now I'm obsessed with this piece of art I'm making. Because you're being creative. You're using it as an outlet to be right. creative. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'll probably just do one of these things. It's like a... It's a... I don't even know how to describe it. It's a metal like relief of The Last Supper. Like made out of tin. Made out of tin, and it's in this hideous plastic frame. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and we found it at a tag sale. For yeah, you. and I'm just trying, I'm altering it in a way that's interesting to me. Yeah. So, but I'll do this one piece of art. But and I'll it's never not, do anything ever but again. But that's not true because you do the skeleton, you did your skeleton piece of art. No, that's true. Maybe I'm a sculpture artist. Maybe. Do you think there's a sculpture artist living inside of me? I think there's me? a lot of art. You're, you are a very creative person. Huh. You're always doing something creative. Why don't I feel that way? I don't know. That's on you. Hmm. All right. Well, um, let's see. Last week, we went to uh, the Pride celebration. We need to talk about this. So oh, I forgot about <clears throat> We didn't talk about this before. No, it was a place that called the Mill District <clears throat> in Amherst, Massachusetts. Yeah. We've talked about this before on the podcast. It's like this little village of shops. It's like really cute. And uh, Space Unicorn was recruited to go and walk in a fashion show there mm-hmm. for a store that a friend of ours owns called The Closet. Mm-hmm. Right. And we'll be interviewing um, the owner of The Closet this summer. Yeah. Um, she'll be on the show. We're actually going to take our equipment and go there and do a, a show. Fun. At in, her st- in the closet? In the closet. <laughs> I'm going into the closet, yeah, stomping Jack. We're going in the closet. Yes. Uh, so anyways, uh, Space Unicorn got cold feet. Yeah. And didn't want to... Like serious cold feet. Yeah, didn't want to do the fashion walk. So um, our friend Andrea, who owns the closet, took one look at you and said, I've g- I'm going to put you in a dress. Well, this was before Space Unicorn had cold feet. Oh. Well, somehow you ended up in this black gown. Because Andrea was just like... She's like... Because I was demonstrating how to walk yeah. for some of the girls. Okay. Or the people that were in the fashion show. Yeah. I was demonstrating. Right. And you know how to walk. And apparently... You've got those, you've got those hips. Apparently, Andrea was like, I have this dress. And she like pulled it out. And she's like, can you just put it on? I just want to see right. what it would look like on. Right. And I w- protested much. And I said, I don't even have the right kind of bra for a dress like that. Right. And she said... 
you don't need a bra in this kind of dress. And so I was she, like, I don't understand what you're talking about. So she poured you into this black gown. Literally poured me And put on this. some kind of feather boa on you. And we're going to we're gonna put pictures up of this okay. when we're advertising this episode. And um, you were the star of the show. My boobs were the star. My cleavage. Yeah. Was front and center. You and were, after we just had this whole discussion about bras earlier. You were like this gothic crow lady. Yeah. I don't. Uh, she I'm put not on. A, she put a, like this. I don't know what you call this thing. It was like a collar like a, like of a, crow feathers around your neck. Yeah. Like, so also, I don't wear things that show cleavage very often. Yeah. Like at all. Your girls were front and center. They, <laughs> and they kept falling down and they kept trying to scoop them back up. And everybody was like, like one was like well, down and one was like not. And like, I would say something to somebody and they don't, they wouldn't even notice. And I couldn't even tell if they well, were being I was straight out. with me because I noticed it. And everybody else was like, we don't even notice. Well, I was outside the store just milling around and um, I was playing Frisbee with Ted actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, our friend Fanny Smellsmore comes running up to me and he was, you've got to see this. There, there's boobs and there's tape and Andrea has Jen in this dress you've got to come quickly oh my god he said you need to see this now and the dress was so long so Fanny smells more grabs me pulls me and drags me into the store and I walked in and there you were statuesque towering in this these heels and this dress with this crow feather I collar s- on. I needed like two more inches too. That was the other well, problem. Well, still. You were the star of the show. Ugh. Anyways, it was fun. It was a really fun time. And then I kept saying to Ted, he was in there with me. I kept saying, Ted, um, mom reminds me of somebody. I cannot figure this out. And then finally he goes, she looks like Moira Rose from <laughs> Shit's Creek. <laughs> Um, from Crow 3, the crowing. The crowing. So, um, well, congratulations on your debut yeah, it was in fun. the fashion show. I would do it again. Would you? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, um, then what did we do? What, last weekend? Well, I'm just saying after the, after the fashion show. What did we do? Well, we I think we milled around that pride celebration a little bit mm-hmm. longer. It was fun. They had a lot of um, LGBTQ plus like vendor tents, mm-hmm. right? We walked around. Um, yeah. There's this one interesting person there. I'm not going to say who they are, but <clears throat> they were making they make candles out of found objects, mm-hmm. right? So they would make they would find like an object. Um, uh, like a little statue or something, right? And then they would make a mold of it and make candles out of that. Oh, is that what they were doing? Yeah, and they had um, like penis-shaped ones. Yeah, from what, dildo modes? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so <clears throat> um, I tried to talk to them because I actually found them quite interesting. Yeah. Um How'd See if they go? might be interested in appearing on the podcast. They didn't want to talk to me. No. No, I think they thought I was some kind of creep. <laughs> I, that was my take. They yeah. seemed very uninterested in speaking to me. Mm. So didn't you find some other person? Um, I think so. I have the cards. Did you follow up? Sitting over here? No. I can't. I don't know what I did with them. I had the cards over here somewhere, but mm. 
where else? We saw our, um, our friend Kelvin uh, has a um, a candle company. Yeah. As well, we talked to him. Well, I didn't get to see him because I was no. busy getting dressed <clears throat> up in a dress. But I gave him I gave him our stickers and said, "Well, if you want to come on the podcast, just go to the website and fill out a form." Yeah. So, gotta follow. Up I don't know if people. he will or not. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Then after that, we went to a party. Mm-hmm. So, I'm starting to feel like this pandemic is over because we're like going to parties, we're going places. It's well, starting it's to feel like, normal again. Plus, it's like summer. And like, so you can do things outside, which always makes... Except everything we have fucking done has been inside with people. What are you talking about? I'll talk about it, but this thing we went to last night was crammed inside with like 30 people. No one was wearing a mask. We'll talk about it in a minute. So anyways... I didn't even think about that. That's what I mean. The pandemic is over. Mm. <clears throat> that's what I'm so- sort of starting to uh, feel like. Mm. Oh, we're doing all of this shit. So we went to... Um, a party at our friend's house, Murray's Keeper. Mm-hmm. Murray is a dog. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. And she, um, she, our friend, is his keeper. Yes. Murray's Keeper. Yeah. They had lawn games. Yes. And they were drinking beer. Yeah, the Narragansett Day. Narragansett Day. Mm-hmm. It's their annual party. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. I sat there on the porch and just talked to people. Yeah. That's all I did. Yeah. I didn't play any games. I think we missed like the big like climax of the party we were there at the end of the party well i was worried about going why because i don't want to play games yeah because the whole deal is you drink narragansett beer and play games and play our games yeah well i feel like um i always feel embarrassed when i play games in public why i don't know i feel like people are looking at me and laughing at me you don't feel that way no i was freaking out about having to go and play games why I just told you why. But why? I don't know. That's how I feel. Who cares? I care. I was having anxiety about oh, so having sorry. to go play a game in front I'm of people. Sorry. You could never play Survivor then. Well, that's different. How is it different? You're on national television playing games. Because you're immersed in it and you're with people you don't know. And that's all like part of the thing. Going to a party, you're immersed in it, and you're playing gonna, games with other people. I think I'm going to apply for Survivor. Are you? Yeah. And uh, Big Brother. You should do see it. See if I get in. You should absolutely do it. Yeah. I'd have the to kids take, would be psyched. I'd have to take a leave of absence. That would be awesome. If you yeah. How would I... Um, I would... I mean, one concern is I'd have to spend the whole game fending off showmances. <laughs> Look at this. You're so funny. Look at this. People would want to get into showmances. And I have to be like, nope. No showmances. Sorry. Right. When are you going to do this? Now I'm excited for you. Huh? I have to record videos. When is the submission? Oh, I don't know. Day? They take them year round. Oh, you should do it. I mean, Big Brother obviously wouldn't be until next year. Mm. That starts again soon. But Survivors, con- they're always taking um, applications. Applications. And when you watch the show, what you the sense you get is Jeff Probst calls you himself <gasps> to interview you. Imagine. Yeah. We've he, only been watching this show for like over 20 I years. It's crazy. I would hurt my back though. I'd be one of the people who was medically evacuated <laughs> off of the show. <laughs> for sure. I wouldn't make it. Would you be able to sleep on the ground? No. Well, on the ground, yeah. Do I don't it, know. do it, do it. We'll see. Now I feel like I shouldn't. Oh. 
right? No, you should absolutely do. I don't want to get monkey pox. Oh my God. You there's would not get in, monkey pox. There's monkeys in the jungle. Stop it. That's where they live. Um, anyway, so games. Um, it was fun, though. It was good just to go hang out with people. I met some new people there. They, yeah. were, they were pretty nice. Yeah. So talk to them. <clears throat> I like that. Um, then uh, this weekend, where, what is this, Sunday? We're recording this on Sunday. So mm-hmm. um, Saturday night, we went back to the closet. We went back into the closet. <laughs> we went back into the closet. We were out of the closet for a while. Yeah. Then we went back into the closet. What did we do in the morning? I don't think we did anything. Did we? Watch Stranger Things? Is that what we did? No. What did we do? Yesterday? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, oh, the kids went for a run. Oh, they went for a run. Oh, and I was prepping for my show. <laughs> Your show. Yeah, we'll talk about that uh, next. Um, What was I doing? I don't know. You were here in the house. Huh. Oh, I vacuumed the whole house and did your laundry. <laughs> and it's all full circle right. here. And I, and I made the observation that you had no <clears throat> underwire bras yesterday. That's right. That was the important development of yesterday. That's right. I realized that. Anyways, we went back to the closet because they were having their yep. grand opening. Yeah, that was fun. So um, there was a, a charcuterie board. Mm-hmm. So you walk into the closet. Now, the whole concept of the closet, our friend Andrea's store, um, you realize I don't even know Andrea's last name. Marion. Marion? Yeah. Andrea Marion? Okay. Yes. So she owns the closet in Amherst, Massachusetts. And she finds like high-end fashion clothing mm-hmm. and she upcycles them. Well, no, right? no, 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 no. She no? doesn't upcycle. What does she do? It's a luxury consignment store. Oh, okay. Well, she sells... Upcycle means that you do something to the piece of clothing. Oh, okay. Well, she sells this high-end luxury clothes um, at affordable prices. Yeah. She doesn't buy... She won't consign and she won't take in like fast fashion. Okay. I don't know what any of that means, but... Fast fashion is stuff like Old Navy. Oh, okay. Um, anyways... Um, it's a really cool little store. So if you're into that kind of clothing mm-hmm. and you're, in, does she have an online presence? Well, that's where she started. She started doing this online okay. and then she, now she has the brick and mortar. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, we're going to interview her all about this yeah, at some so point. We so we don't need to go into make it. any assumptions about her. So she had this big, model. yeah. So she had this big reception mm-hmm. at the closet. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a charcuterie board. There's mm-hmm. lots of people there. Um, Drinking champagne and uh, wine. It was and a black and blush affair. I don't even know what that means. I thought it said black and blue. So I wore black and blue articles what? of clothing. I didn't have my glasses on when I, I read I told the- you it was black and blush. In one ear, not the other. Um, so um, we saw some people there we knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fanny Smellsmore was there. Mm-hmm. Um, his um, parents, his partner, his parents, his partner, um, some other people. We saw Mike Vito, who was right. on our show. Yeah, he uh, about he. We did an episode with him. He um, is the president of the Massachusetts um, Trout Unlimited chapter out here. So he focuses on rescuing these cold water fish mm-hmm. and preserving their habitat. We learned all about this, right? And I said hi to him, and he's like, he came up to me, he goes, I got two members because of your podcast. 
It's incredible. He's like, a bunch of people listened to it, and two people just contacted me and signed up. He was and, thrilled. And we're like, I heard about you on that podcast. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. He was thrilled. Yes, listen up, all you fucks out there. Stop, like, trashing our listeners. Why would you do that? Uh, I don't feel appreciated enough. Oh, my God. We do this shit for free. Oh, my God. I'm calling Mike Vito and demanding a cut of this fish money. What are you talking about? This is not fair. Stop it. Why don't I get anything for that? What? You want a commission now? Yes. No. It's not how life works. Why not? No, we're doing a karmic thing. Somebody listened to the podcast. Karma? It's I'm called cross-promotion. I'm doing this entirely for my ego. <sighs> Anyways, uh... Thank you, is what you're trying to say, I think. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're, we appreciate you. And we love you. Fuck you. Stop. Why are you so mean? Anyways, uh, no, it was good to see. Um, just kidding. Uh, oh, oh, I have a shout out. Not really, but oh, go so ahead. After we finish talking about Saturday night, remind me to tell you <clears> about <throat> Friday night. Okay, um, so um, anyways, Mike Vito, Trout Unlimited, we saw him. That was awesome to see him again. Um, and uh, we just saw a bunch of people, met mm -hmm. some new people, milled about, had mm -hmm. some conversation. Mm -hmm. I found an interesting guest to appear on the podcast. Mm -hmm. so Gotta follow up. So I'll be reaching out to her. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, then we came home, then watched Obi-Wan and Miss Marvel. What did you yeah. think of Miss Marvel? Uh, I liked Miss Marvel a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. very fast-paced. It reminded me of that show. Was it Never Have I Ever? Mm. With Did the, it remind you of that? Because the star is... Um, what? Indian slash Asian? Pakistani. Yeah. Um, no, it was more the tone of the show. Yeah. I do like all the, um, the Urdu and the... Well, I, I like how they show a um, an Arabic... Yeah, uh, family living in the United States, and yeah. it's not done for a gimmick. It's not, you know, it's not the, not Arabic. They're Muslim. They're, they're Muslim, but they're Pakistani. They're Pakistani. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, um, but they show a um, Islamic family, right? An American, a modern American Islamic family, immigrated family from Pakistan. Yeah, um, but yeah. That, like that's not. It's not. They don't use that as a gimmick. <laughs> no, and, they don't. No, but also. But, but I was gonna say, like, how often do you ever see representation, representation of yeah. that group, and like no. get to see people just like living their fucking lives? No, absolutely. But um, it was very fast paced in the vein of um, the Spider Man, the animated one. What's that one called? Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. Yeah, and they had very, lots very, very fast, and lots of lots of graphic art, animations, and graphics overlaid on the yeah, which the, I really enjoyed. It was very, very fast paced. Yeah, it's like a live action comic book. Yeah, and also uh, it takes place in Jersey City. Yeah, and I I know they do like street art and murals down there, like other places. Yeah, so um, that was good. I really enjoyed it. World, yeah. And I learned actually a lot about that character when we did the podcast with um, all the Marvels. All the Marvels. What was that guy's name? I can't recall. Oh fuck! Isn't the book on oh, the books upstairs? I think. Oh man, what is his name? Douglas Wolk. Douglas Wolk. Yeah, sorry, Douglas. I doubt you're listening to this, but still. Um, <laughs> 
Douglas Wolk. Why are you so anti? I'm not. I'm just joking because you have me doing this in the afternoon. I'm angrier in the afternoon. You're not angrier in the afternoon. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Anyhow, I'm only joking. Um, What was I saying? I don't remember. You learned all about Miss Marvel. I learned all about Miss Marvel when I read that book in preparation for talking to Douglas. Um, And she's a really fascinating character. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And then the other character that I walked away from that book really wanting to see a show was the, um, the squirrel girl. Squirrel girl. Yeah. Yeah. It turns out she ends up being like the most important and powerful character in the entire Marvel universe. I gotta finish that book. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, what else? Yeah. So Friday night. Oh, Friday night. What happened Friday, Friday night, night? I wanted to see. I wanted to go to Northampton's. Uh, they do once a month Friday um, nights art nights arts night out. Yeah. On Friday nights, uh, the first Friday of the month. No. Second Friday of the month from six to eight. And um, there was an artist who had a show uh, there I wanted to go see. Who's the artist? Maggie Nowinski. Okay. I really like her art. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I asked the prof- Mrs. The Professor. No, she's... The Professor. She's um, The Professor. Mrs. The Professor. The Professor. No. A.K.A. Yeah. There's Mr. Prof- There's Mr. the Professor Weasley. Okay. She is Professor Weasley. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we went out. Yeah. I convinced, You went out with Professor Weasley. I convinced her to come out with me. Okay. And um, she hadn't been out in quite some time. So she met me and um, while I was waiting for her, I got some gummy worms and malted milk balls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, so we went to see the... Little art show, okay. um, and it was close to the end of Arts Night Out. So then um, she wanted to check out a dispensary. Okay. Because she had never been to a dispensary. Yeah. And there are lots of dispensaries now in Northampton. Okay, you went into one? Okay, so we went inside this dispensary called The Source, which was set up like an Apple store, but it was pretty empty. So we were talking to the folks who were running the store, and I did ask about... Uh, whether or not the market was saturated she actually said it was a it was a problem um yeah that they're still trying to work out but like every dispensary i've ever been to i've been to several not many um but they're all laid out differently they all have different like feel and vibe to them they all focus on like certain different things you got to find one you like right so i think that's really what it's all about but my fear is there's so many that you're gonna end up with stale weed (laughs) <laughs> right <clears throat> well i mean i think that's a real i mean challenge right so you don't you have i mean that's with any kind of retail operation right you right. have to have that mix of you know inventory available right. for supply and demand right so yeah but you know i think you know once you find a sort of a dispensary that you're like comfortable with then you know and you go and then you know they might specialize in this kind of stuff or that kind of stuff or yeah whatever so anyways we we did that for a while that's and, fun yeah then we went to um one of my favorite places in northampton iconica social Club. what was there um we got some dessert and some non-alcoholic coffee drink and that was the site of your 40th birthday party that was the site of my 40th birthday party 
That was an epic party. Yes. And then we cajoled Mr. E to come join us. Oh, Mr. E. Yeah. He hasn't been on here in a while. No. No. So he came out and joined us in the beautiful setting sun. It was a beautiful evening. Yeah. Downtown Northampton. Um, And then we went to some of the areas where they have closed off on the street for outdoor dining and drinking. Uh, So we went and sat in front of the tunnel bar for a little bit. There was a dispensary across the street from the tunnel bar, too. Oh, really? This was interesting. So, and they have, so half that street beyond where we were sitting is blocked off for, you know, outdoor dining. Yeah, they They block it off in the summer so cars can't get down there. Yeah, but you can, so so cars kept driving towards us where we were sitting outside. And then they would turn around and and this one guy came with his blaring funk music. Oh. Down the street and like whipped around and like illegally parked in front of this dispensary and like left his music on in the car and like went inside. It was super random. Did he come out smoking a blunt? I don't know what he was doing. It was so random and it was just like really he's just gonna like leave his music bumping and grinding outside so we can all enjoy it. Huh. It was very, very strange. So yeah. Anyways, it was a fun little evening. It was nice. That's good. That felt like the most normal thing I've done in yeah such a long time. I saw a picture of you from that evening with yeah. um the Professor Weasley. Yeah. You both looked radiant. Yeah, she was happy to be out too. I can imagine. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you, you've mentioned this already. You have an art show coming up. I do. <clears throat> and what, we're recording this on the 12th. Your art show opens on the 14th yeah. of June. Yeah. And it's at... 50 Arrow Gallery. Yes, it will be up there for in, a month. In East Hampton. Yes, it's in the East Works building. Yeah, and I will be interviewing you as an artist. Oh, this is not that interview. No, this is not that interview. I'm going to prepare that episode okay. like I would for any other artist. All right, you got to like look at the pieces. And, and I, what I won't have for that inter- interview is you to sit there and occasionally chime in. <laughs> oh, you're funny. So... Um, not much will be different. You're funny. So do you want me to get a little How are you going to see the show before we go? I don't need to see the show. I I prepared all of the art for you. What? I did all of the preparation for you, so for the printed pieces. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you helped me with all of it. Helped you? You did all the digital If I don't have a credit if I don't have some kind of acknowledgement, acknowledgement or credit, it's going to be an outrage. Oh my gosh! I will be boycotting the show if you really? don't You're if you don't credit me show. in some way because I did so much production work on that. You did an hour of sitting with me and re-resoluting and imaging the sizing of the pieces. I created the pieces. Go on. I did all the prep work. I pulled it all together. Although I have to go. So tomorrow I have to go hang it. Uh, or I had to, to do. For me. I had to do creative placement and cropping within the confined dimensions of the prints. I made creative decisions. No, you and I sat together and you made me make all the decisions. It's a piece of 
pee. All right, go pee. What are you going to do? I'm going to sit here and talk. I'm going to talk. Are you going to trash me and tell me? Tell the people all about how. Go pee. Oh, my God. Stomping Jen's taking off her headphones. I'm going to give a blow by blow. Should I follow you into the bathroom? (laughs) I could switch to a, a recording. There she goes. She's walking through the studio curtains. All right, she's opening a door now. There she goes. She's left the room and into the bathroom. Now, what you all need to know is that I did an enormous amount of work to help prepare for this art show. As I've mentioned, I downloaded files. I opened the files in Photoshop. I resized them. I cropped them. I color corrected a number of them. I had to make a folder and upload them to the internet so that the printer could access them. Um, There's no way to claim that I didn't do an enormous amount of work. Uh, basically, it's my show. Let's what be honest. Huh? What is happening over here? Nothing. I was just saying how I merely played the role of an assistant. What are you talking about? Nothing. Um, remember, it's basically my whole show. It is your show. Um, no, the art show. Oh, no, no. At 50 Arrow <laughs> Gallery. <laughs> no, it's my art show. Anyways, um, <clears throat> so it's going to be on June 14th. Yes. I'll be interviewing you. We'll, we'll learn a lot more about you yeah. as an artist yeah. from and that interview. What else do you want to say about it? It'll be up through July 14th. Just check the website to make sure that they're open if you are in East Hampton. And want the, to 50, check it out. the 50 Arrow Gallery website. Correct. And I'll have a link to that in our show notes. Mm-hmm. And then um, the opening will be July 1st, Friday night, as part of East Hampton's uh, monthly art walk. Are you doing some kind of reception? Yeah, I literally just said, you said on the Friday, opening. July 1st. What does that mean? It's the artist reception. It's like, that's, yeah. What will happen at this reception? Will you wear the crow dress? Sure. You and Andrea can uh, arrange for that to be had. Okay. Um, Also, there will be an author reading at the same time, a poet. What author? What poet? Um, uh, Jason gave me the name of the poet. Okay. but um, How do you feel about this? I'm fine. He said um, he's going to send me a copy of the... um, the gentleman's, um, but my work is, you know, my, so my, my, I do art under the name of visual mashups, which is okay. art and poetry or, and or words. So okay. I don't mind that we're having a poetry reading All right. a book author. Yeah. And Jason said that, um, Jason Montgomery yeah, from attack bear press. Right. Also the, um, owner, co-owner of 50 arrow gallery. Correct. Um, said his, Poetry is a good fit for my art, and it'll complement okay. each other. So, did I um, edit his poetry by any chance? This person? I don't think so. Okay, if it's a good fit for your art, then I, I'm just wondering if maybe I had but, a bout of amnesia and I was somehow involved in preparing his poetry. That's all. No, no. Um, in fact, Attack Bear Press was um, 
they did not publish his book. Okay. Um, but they are supporting his work as an artist. All right. Okay. And as you well know, yes, I am a huge proponent of an advocate for cross collaboration. So I am totally fine with sharing the night with a poet. I'm excited. Huh. I don't think I can be an artist. Why well, you want all the attention yeah, and accolades? You don't like sharing. I do not want to share anything with anyone. Yeah, but the I'm title so of the show is "The Way Out Is Through: Reflections of the Pandemic Times of the Time of COVID." Hmm. Sounds intense. Mm. I'll be interviewing you about it. I don't want to yeah. give away too much. We'll be asking you all about it. Yeah, it's it's funny because like you know I just I do the work. And then if somebody is so nice to uh, offer me the opportunity to show my work, I have to pull together like the pieces and like, you know, like what do I want a show to be about? Right. Like, so it's an, it's another process. It's a different type yeah. of creative process to pull pieces together with a theme. And um, I've remembered that I've done that several times we could talk about that yeah you've done shows before i have done this will be my should i come to the reception show yeah what if i feel jealous that you have the spotlight what will i do i'm gonna pretend like you did not say that remember in a star was born he got jealous you couldn't drink yourself to death (laughs) in the garage (laughs) what if i what if i show up at your show and try to do a live podcast from the show. You can do that. No, I would never do that to you. I, uh, I'm kidding. I mean, I feel like, sorry, as a complete aside, I really feel like we could do vendoring at these types of things. What's vendoring mean? Like we could go to like, like we could have applied to be at cultural chaos in East Hampton. The sh- the podcast? Yeah. No. And done man on the street interviews. It would have been fun. Uh, I don't really want to do man on the street interviews. I don't know why. We could talk to many different inter- people about what they do. In one fell swoop and it would be fun. I don't find that interesting for some reason. That's real journalism. I'm not a journalist. I never pretended to be a journalist. Or, That's me- all. or media content. All right. Well, um, you heard it, people. July 1st, Friday, July 1st. Mark your calendars. Yeah, I should probably tell people to mark their calendars. Well, we're telling them through this. <clears throat> we will be doing a special episode for your art. I'll be interviewing you as an artist. So there'll be lots of opportunities to get people there for the reception. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Um, I'll be there. If you want to meet me, well, look what I just did. <laughs> you just made it about you. Yep. Um, I just made it about me. I'm sorry. <gasps> Should I tell people about my new water bottle? The one you just smashed into your microphone? Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go ahead. I got a new water bottle. All right. Tell us about your water bottle. I put stickers on it. <laughs> I'm going to drink water. I'm so excited. Woo! Here's to hydration. <laughs> We're all part of Hydration Nation. But the problem is I have to pee now all the time. Well, I experience that all the time. 
I know. With this water drinking. But I have my stickers that I've just had, like, been hoarding, right? Like, so I have my Dylan Egan sticker on here. Who who is Dylan Egan? He's an artist. I know he's an artist, but tell us more about him. Um, Why do you like him? Why why is he uh, water bottle worthy? I like his work. What kind of work does he do? I'm not very good at explaining. Like what artists like things look like he does he has some murals there um he does like um he mixes political and uh religious kind of concepts together sometimes okay that's cool um i have pork chop pork chop pork chop who who, is pork chop he's an artist who um lives around asbury park and um he does a lot of work down there a lot of mural work down there so this is a mermaid jellyfish hybrid okay. on my water bottle pork here. Pork chop, huh? Mm-hmm. Pork, pork, pork I have chop. my little, that we got in Jerome. Oh, my Jerome, little, Arizona. My little Pussifer. That was almost a year ago we were there. Yeah, Queen Bee, little guy. He's wearing a hat. They're wearing a hat. It says, go fuck yourself. I love it. <gasps> okay. Yeah. Who was the artist you went to go to this uh, Northampton art walk to Maggie go see? Maggie Nowinski. Maggie Nowinski. Yeah. All right. And then I found some stickers that I had from a packet from mm. Angry Blue. Who's Angry Blue? Um, he's an artist who I think did your uh, the Pink Floyd concert, uh, the Roger, the Pink Floyd poster upstairs. Oh, that's from Angry Blue. Yeah. Okay. I forget that guy's real name. Mm. Anyways, I have a Mad Hatter. All right. Well, you Mad Hatter here. You're forgetting the most important stickers on your water bottle. Oh, I have my Soft Serve Podcast sticker with our beautiful logo designed by Amy Weiss. Yeah. And I have the cool, amazing little thing that I had had Josh Sahosa make for us that we intended to put on a t-shirt, which we never really did. You folks, I like the stickers. I just like giving them to people. Yeah, I really would still would like to do some swaggy stuff. Wait, didn't you put it on a T-shirt? Don't I have a T-shirt? Yes, we did. Um, I did some test runs. So we, you and I, yeah, and we have three T-shirts okay. that I got made up as like a thing. I don't know how to. I have to figure that all out because I really want um a design that says um. For entertain, what is it? What does the beginning of our podcast say? For entertainment purposes, you know, only? for fun. I want yeah. the ones that say, you know, for fun. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I keep thinking of re-recording that. No, I love that. That's my favorite. Huh. Okay. I'm glad you like it. You know, for fun. So listen up and enjoy. Lighten yeah. up. Lighten, lighten up. up. You gotta lighten up. So maybe what we else? can do ones that say lighten up and enjoy. Hmm. What else? Um, my my water bottle. Yeah, that's pretty much. I have Tilly. Tilly from the mascot of Asbury Park. Oh, he's this creepy looking carny guy. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for the update on your water bottle. I'm very excited about my yeah, water bottle. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, it's let's not see. Much in life that you get excited about. What else do we want to talk about? I don't know. I had on here to talk about what we want to do this summer, but. I feel like that's a long conversation. I don't know what it is we want to do. I don't know. We don't have anything big planned. No. Just some little things. I really do want to go to Mass Mocha. 
Mass MoCA. I want to figure that out. What's Mass MoCA? Tell people. It's the Massachusetts Museum of Contemporary Art out in North Adams. They got anything interesting there? Yeah. Like what? Amazing contemporary art. I know that that's what they do. That's in the name of the museum. Like, what are they showing there this summer? Oh, I forget. There was some uh, really cool looking exhibit. I forget the artist's name. I'd have to look it up. I don't remember. Okay. Um, I'd like to go. Did you want to stay there or something overnight? I did entertain the idea. There's a place up there, uh, a cool like hipstery type. Hipstery? Why would I want to stay at a hipstery place? (laughs) Hotel slash place to stay. Okay. I think it's called a tourist. Well, that seems okay. Yeah. That doesn't seem overtly hipstery. No, I just, I don't know how with the dog. Oh, we have to get a dog sitter. Yeah, and I got to check in with the dog sitter. Um, We got invited to a quinceanera. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Other than that, not I want to go else. visit Legs. Legs. Oh, Legs. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. That would be fun. Yeah. You got me a new guitar. I did get you a new guitar. Yeah. For Father's Day. Too bad I don't have it right here. I would play some of it. That's all. Yeah. I think we were just planned on watching, catching <clears throat> up on all the TV shows that we've fallen behind on. That sounds so pathetic. It does sound so pathetic, but also Also, gas amazing. prices are fucking hell I really high. don't want to go anywhere or spend any money yeah. on okay. anything. So let's not. So. All right. I know it sounds lame, but. That's not lame. But I think just enjoying your company. Mine? Yeah. Interesting. Um, and, you know, like if it, oh, we're going to some concerts. That's right. We're going to see Roger Waters, Pussifer. Uh-huh. Anything uh, else? I'm going to see Ani DeFranco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What? Yeah. Am I supposed to like Ani DeFranco? Uh, there's a couple of restaurants I'd like to go to. What? I want to go to Luthier's and the Lovebird Kitchen. Lovebird Kitchen. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, their food looks amazing. Is it sensual food? I don't think so. I want to go to um, Daily Operation. They moved their location. I'd like to go to their new place. And Bo- then that both of the but both of these places you've just mentioned are in East Hampton, Massachusetts. True. And then there's the new Calico. Restaurant where Coco's used to be. Also in East Hampton? Also in East Hampton. Do they serve cats? They do not, as far as I know. Okay. Um, we should go to the Wax Wing. Which What's is Wax Hatf- Wing? Hatfield. They're like one of my clients, actually. They serve food there? Yeah. That's bizarre. It doesn't sound like food. Wax Wing? Well, they're the... Is that previous, a kind of bean? They previously had owned Bistro... Not Bistro La Croix. What's the restaurant in um, Amherst that used to be the French? Um, what the hell is that place called? Pepe's? No, not Pepe's. It was something like that. Oh, no. Chez Albert. Chez Albert. Yeah, they used yeah. to own Chez Albert. That place was good. Mm-hmm. Well, now they own this place. Although every Albert. time we went there, I was like shit-faced. Yeah. And I feel like I didn't taste the food. Well, now we don't have to be shit-faced. I know. What other restaurant? Is there any place you want to go to? No. You just said you didn't want to spend money or go anywhere. Well, that's the only thing I would want to spend money on. 
I want to sit here and eat gas station chicken. <laughs> yes, we're going to eat all the meat while um, Space Unicorn is not here. Yeah. To force us to be vegetarian. Yeah. No, I don't really want to do anything. I want to try to eat a little healthier. I need to get myself in better shape. Mm-hmm. And it might be easier to do that with the kids not around. Really? Why? I can fast. <laughs> That's not healthy. Huh? That is not healthy. Why? Fasting is not healthy. Then your body will go into starvation mode. That's what you do on Survivor. Then your body goes into starvation mode. And then when you eat, you blow up. That's not a good idea. Huh. You know what you need to do. You need to cross train. and Strengthen your muscles. Isn't walking cross training? It uses every muscle. No. You need to cross train. Walking literally is every muscle in your body you're not working your biceps when you're walking how huh biceps triceps shoulders chest it's all contracting when you walk <laughs> you're funny it does no wrong sorry no apologies no no you should mm. take some yoga this summer i should who do we, I take it with, though? I don't know. So many options. We have um, one guest we had on. Uh, what was her name? Michelle Lyman. Lyman, who offered. Then we have another guest coming up. Um, her name is uh, Saraswati. Oh. But, um, that's her spiritual name. Yeah. Bonnie Lynn Sandler is also yeah. teaches yoga. How do I pick? Such choices. I don't know. It's just like shopping for a car. I don't know. Shopping for a yogi. Do I go try out different yogis? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. You can do that. Mm. They have free yoga, you know, in the community on Tuesday nights. I feel like that'll be shitty, though, if it's free. Why would it be shitty? Huh? Because it's free. Free doesn't equal shitty. This podcast is free. Is it shitty? <laughs> Now you get it. Oh, you're funny. Yeah. Well, it's different, though. Because it's me. Anyways. Mm. I don't want to take free yoga. I don't like classes. I've told you this. Well, that's a I you can't problem. do a class. Well, then you better find a yogi that you can do one-on-one. But then I feel like I'll be drawn into an unhealthy relationship. I feel like with a <laughs> yogi, there's a chance of being um, drawn into um, an abusive relationship. They do that to people sometimes. Yogis? Yeah, they get you. I'm going to pretend like this conversation did not ever happen. They capture your mind. Then they make you like a um, subservient person. No? No. Wrong. Well, I'm always afraid of an unhealthy... Oh, it's like an unhealthy mentor-mentee relationship. They, you know what I mean? No. Like um, Wrong. Anakin Skywalker and the Emperor. Wrong. What if I cross paths with an evil yogi and they try to make me center myself for bad purposes? Do you know what I mean? No. Okay. 
All right. Well, so no yoga for me for all of those reasons. Mm. All right. I think that's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, you know what else we're going to be doing in what? August? What? Watching The Sandman. Oh, is that out in August? August 5th. Cool. On Netflix? Yeah. So that means they'll release it all at once, right? Probably. I don't know. I'm so um, What did I want to mention? Um, oh, I want to talk about Ukraine just for a minute. I, ta- you I told mean, you about like, this. You mean like because nobody's talking about Ukraine? What war? Yeah, well, not just that. Um, I've heard like Russia's now winning. I told you this a while ago, um, oh. long before the war, I had read somewhere that the Ukrainians were really interested like in um, United States pop culture stuff. Mm-hmm. So I targeted a bunch of Facebook and Instagram ads mm-hmm. into Kiev mm-hmm. for like a month. I spent some money there and we built up like a pretty nice little followership there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got um, good regular uh, downloads and listens there. So we had like a fan base Mm -hmm. in Ukraine. And then the war happened and like it just stopped, which was fucked up. I was like, oh my God. And then like a little while after the war started, I started seeing downloads in Poland downloads in Romania right and downloads in some of the other surrounding countries Mm -hmm. and then I started seeing some back in Ukraine and like it was clear like that um, some portion of our listenership like fled the country Mm -hmm. some stayed and then like a couple weeks ago I just posted a thing um, because I saw our, our downloads have started like steadily increasing again mm-hmm. in Ukraine. So like I made a post about that, mm-hmm. right? Like my observations about how people had dispersed out and mm-hmm. it was coming back. And then I got another, like we got another flood of like listeners and downloads um, in Ukraine. Mm. So our listenership is coming back there. So I just wanted to, um, talk a little bit about what's going on there and how terrible it is just to remind people like you said everybody's forgotten right but how horrible it is there yeah right so just a couple of statistics we want to remind people i think close to five thousand civilians have been killed there that's pretty awful Mm -hmm. right um millions and millions of people have um fled to other countries so this goes back to my other point i'm just pulling up data uh three million refugees have gone to poland Mm -hmm. um it's crazy over a million have gone to russia i don't understand that uh 730,000 people have gone to hungary Mm -hmm. so almost a million more than half a million have gone to romania Almost half a million have gone to Moldova. I don't know where the fuck that is. It's in the general vicinity. We've gotten some downloads there too, by the way. Um, Quarter of a million to Slovakia. uh, 16,000 to Belarus. So tons of... There's a refugee crisis. Yeah. Right? Um, The other thing to keep in mind 
as during wartime, um, there are particularly vulnerable populations. Yeah. Right? Women, children, um, the LGBTQ community, for example. Yeah. Like, Ukraine was pretty progressive from what I understand. Yeah. And pretty accepting, but, like, Poland is not. Yeah. So you have, you know, this is Pride Month, and it's like important to think about the fact that we have all of these folks who were able to freely live their lives yeah. as part of the LGBTQ plus community, and now they've been forced to flee their home country, and they're at risk for oppression. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I just wanted to, I just wanted to, you know, because we have listeners. I mean, not just because we have listeners, but we care about our listeners. We really do, actually, despite all my talk at the beginning of the podcast. Um, you know, we care about these people. And I just wanted to remind folks about this is still a crisis. Yeah, absolutely. And like, and like you said, that fucking Putin um, is gaining some ground in the eastern part of Ukraine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and he's basically said this week that he wants to be remembered, you know, as somebody who captured Ukraine and restored Russia to its imperial glory. Like, so he basically wants to be a fucking czar, right? It's <sighs> fucked up. Anyways, um, so to our Ukrainian listeners, we love you. And there's some ways we can help, right? So if you want, if you're, listen, I know the world is fucked up. It's really fucked up. It's fucked up here in the United States. But listen, if you can throw a few bucks, um, there's a lot of ways, you know, there's a lot of ways you can help Ukraine. So you can throw a few bucks, you can donate, right? There's lots of places you can fucking donate. And I'm going to post some links in the show notes. Okay. Um, lots of organizations. There's the Ukrainian Red Cross, the International Medical Corps, UNICEF. There's like a gazillion you can choose from. Some of them might align with your values, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, like I would never give to the fucking Salvation Army. Right? Personally. Unless I have junk I need to drop off. <laughs> I was going to say. I wouldn't give them money. I'll give them junk mm -hmm. that I want to get out of my garage. But uh, let's see. You can take action. So you can donate money. There are actions you can take to yeah. support um, people in Ukraine. Okay. You can join a peace protest. Mm -hmm. Those are still happening. Mm -hmm. uh, they happen every weekend, I think, in Amherst, Massachusetts. Do they? On the common. There's hippies get out there with these signs. I mean, activists. Activists, fine. Not hippies. Um, Activists. There are global um, campaigns going on you can contribute to. A global citizen, right, <clears throat> is one of these uh, organizations focused on global action. And I want to say I want to credit global citizen for all of these ideas. That's where mm -hmm. I'm taking this from, an mm -hmm, article. Mm -hmm. I'm going to post this link. Um, the other thing is you could stay informed. Yeah. I mean, pay attention. Pay the fuck attention. All right. I know gas prices are high. Okay. I know, um, cucumbers cost twice as much. Okay. But 
the shit is still bad out there. Yeah. I mean, by out there, I mean outside of the United States. Gas prices are higher outside of the United States. Everything is a shit show. And Ukraine. They make all the bread. Who makes all the bread? The wheat. They are the, like, number one producer of wheat in the world. I'm, wait till fucking bread is $20 a gallon. Yeah, a gallon? Whatever, a loaf. Oh, boy. Imagine that. Can you? A loaf of bread. Will be $20. A and a gallon of milk. A sack of fucking flour is going to cost you 50 bucks. Oh, sorry. I'm just going to plug for local. Buy local. No. No. Buy local. I don't know why you hate our Ukrainian listeners. I'm not talking about Ukraine. Buy Ukrainian wheat only. And that is going to get really expensive if we don't help Ukraine more. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. They also are the number one producer of sunflowers in the world. Did you know that? No, I don't know that. Rapeseed oil! There's going to be a rapeseed oil shortage and sunflower seed oil shortage. You think things are bad now. You don't even know what's coming. All right. These fucking schools don't let you use peanut butter. That's true. You have to buy the sunflower butter shit. That comes from the Ukraine? It comes from the Ukraine. They make Is this all like of the sun. Fact? Yes, they make the most sunflowers in the world. Where do you think sunflower butter comes from? I need to look sunflowers. This up. Anyways, um, get involved, okay? Yes. Uh, I mean, stay informed. There are lots of um, Ukraine-based uh, news sites you can go to. Online newspapers, okay? All right, <clears throat> that's Thank it. You. I'm Thank gonna you. post the links. Okay. Thank you for keeping us on our tour. So, I just want to say to our Ukraine, our listeners in the Ukraine, we notice you're listening. We're grateful for you. We hope you're okay. Um, I was gonna say you're in our thoughts and prayers, but that's not true. Stay I don't strong. pray. Stay strong. I don't pray. Right. I am thinking about them though, so I think it's accurate to say you're in our thoughts. Okay. Okay. All right. And uh, what else? Can we ask anything of our Ukrainian listeners? Ask anything? Yeah. Well, if you obviously, I just spent ten minutes talking about Ukraine. If you can, they give us something. If they're enjoying it, it seems like they're already spreading the right. The the soft serve. Right. Somehow. Keep a smile on your face. Yeah. All right. Make you laugh. All right. Okay. Tell everyone in the Ukraine about us, okay? And uh, fuck Putin. Okay? Yeah. Hashtag fuck Putin. All right. Well, that's it, Stomping Jen. Is that it? I think that's it. Okay. Are you happy we recorded a show in the afternoon so we could go out to your concert this evening? Yeah. Actually. Fucking railroaded me into this. Okay. It's bullshit. This is a non-consensual podcast recording. All right. Are you done raking me It's full of shit I have to cut out, too. (laughs) Because you're awake and you're talking. We're not recording this in the middle of the night.
And you said a bunch of shit you shouldn't have said. Now I have to go back through and cut it all out. Oh, sorry. All right. Sorry, no, I like you Charlie. awake. It's sorry, nice. Charlie. It's nice to have you conscious for a podcast oh for once. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, anything, uh, what? Anything you want to <laughs> say to people before we go? I love you. I don't say that anymore. All right. Subscribe, download, share with a friend, leave us a review. Yeah, we got a review on Apple Podcasts a new, recently. A new, one? a new one. It made me happy. Oh, yeah? It said we had a great show. Excellent. Okay. Thanks. All right. Well, um, keep listening. Keep sharing. Yeah. Hit us up if you want to be a guest. Yeah. Um, take care. Be well. And um, bye now. Bye now. This world of ours, ever growing smaller, must avoid becoming a community of dreadful fear and hate. Those who have freedom will understand also its heavy responsibility. That all who are insensitive to the needs of others will learn charity. And that the sources, scourges of poverty, disease, and ignorance will be made disappear from the earth. And that in the goodness of time, all peoples will come to live together in a peace guaranteed by the binding force of mutual respect and love. I shall never cease to do what little I can to help the world advance along that road. 